Do you wish you had reliable whole food plant-based meals that were quick, simple, and actually tasted good? Would you like to find your new favorite healthy drinks, snacks, and desserts that make you smile big? Then you're going to love the Power on Plants cookbook. Inside, you'll find our family's favorite recipes that give us more time, more energy, and more joy every single day. Our clients taste tested these recipes and have given their rave reviews. And then I gathered them all up into one delicious collection just for you. Rich Alfredo sauce, creamy tomato soup, tasty burgers, mouth-watering dressings, nacho cheese sauce, brownie batter hummus, and so many more. You no longer have to choose between healthy and delicious. Grab your cookbook and all the current bonuses at poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook today. That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Right. So what can you do? What are the things you can do to get to the root of the issue? Because the problem is, again, we're trying to get a fast fix to a problem instead of getting to the root of the issue. What's causing the reflux? What's causing the pain to be there in the first place? I would say, because you're talking about needing a fast fix, and it's not always a fast fix to our problems. And now it's not something that's long and drawn out, but I think there actually is a bit of a fast fix to this one because one of the major contributing factors... You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your host, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started. Welcome back. We're glad you can join us today. I want to share with you a little bit of my history and let you know what it was like growing up in my house. So this is just one little tidbit. But when I was growing up and I was a little girl, my dad always had beside his special recliner, you know, did your dad have a special recliner? Well, mine did. The one that would wear (laughs) out and had holes and you kind of sunk in. Yep. yep. (laughs) Well, he had the recliner. He loved that thing. And, um, and then at one point he had a rocker and that was his thing. So he always had a special chair and beside his special chair, you could always find, uh, just a stand, like a little table, you know, you call him an end table, I guess it was really just beside his chair though. It wasn't like it was beside a couch and on it, he would keep some of his favorite snacks and things And right beside those snacks, which for the reason they were, these things were there was probably because those snacks were there, (laughs) is, um, you know, a huge, huge can of Rolaids or Tums. And we didn't go to Costco back then. I don't even know where he got such a I don't even know if Costco was available then. I don't think it was. I think I'm showing my age now, actually. That may not be good. I don't know. I guess it is because I feel good for my age. But still, anyway, there were the snacks right beside his chair. And right beside the snacks were the the Tums. And I remember him popping Tums or Rolates like they were candy. I think because we get this idea in our mind that... They're not prescriptions. They're just over the counter. They're available freely everywhere. Yeah. And so you're just thinking, well, it's just kind of like candy. I mean, they're a free for all. It helps my stomach feel better when I get reflux and I've got the acid burning up, 
you know, through my chest. And so I'm going to go ahead and take that and it's going to make me feel better. And he lived on them daily. And I know he's not the only one. I mean, I go to other friends' houses and their dad would have the same thing by his chair. And we have other friends in our lives now that you go to their house and you see the big Costco size ones. I think they're actually about double the size of the big ones he used to have now. They're huge. It's like, what are you doing just chomping them down like a snack? But we don't think. We don't think about them being a medication because they're just, they're available. They're right there next to the candies at the checkout stand. And or they're right, even if they're in the pharmacy, you just don't think it's like ibuprofen, which we'll get to that later. But you think about ibuprofen, aspirin, Tums, Rolades, and we just Tylenol. don't think about them having any kind of side effect or effect on us. I mean, clearly they're safe. They've been around for years. There's no prescription required. And if a little is good, more must be better. And it makes you feel better if you've got an upset stomach. And so you just take it without really thinking about is there a consequence? Now, I'm showing my age because Anita and I have actually known each other for 30 years, been married almost 28 of those. I don't know where it's gone either. It's it's been so fast and fun, fun, but Uh, too fast. But I remember him also having that (laughs) that bottle of Tums, the rainbow-colored ones, usually like the fruit-flavored ones, and they were just there. Mm Mm-hmm. And when we would visit, sometimes we'd stay there because if we lived out of town, we would come and visit and stay with them for a few days. And then we would eat. And then it was retire to the recliner, sit down. Now, you also had a habit of offering snacks after the meal. Right after the meal. You could sit down for five or ten minutes. It's like... Y'all hungry? You want something to eat? We just you, ate, you, Daddy. We just you, ate. But you want some chips? He was so Which is good. the snack to which you were referring to earlier on his stand. He had an assortment of snacks right there within arm's reach. Well, it wasn't just that. It was the Danish cookies, the chips, the candy. There was always something there. And I think one of the ways that, well, he was a cook. I mean, he, he was on the Merchant Marine ship, and he was the chef there on the Great Lakes for his crew. And they all loved him for making things. And then they underestimated. So I grew up in the family restaurant and, you know, he just, he loved to cook and he loved to eat, but they didn't know a different way to eat. They didn't know that the food, the way they were preparing it, it was better than just store-bought because they were making everything homemade. Yeah. So it was definitely better. It always tasted amazing. They were incredible cooks and they took a lot of time in the kitchen. I mean, I've, since we've grown older, I've taken time to recreate a lot of their recipes in a way that still make us feel good that are really quick to make because I can't spend that much time in the kitchen. But no, he we're was too busy. just he was gifted at that and so was my mother. They were both amazing cooks. Oh and, and I and I never saw a single one of them use a recipe. Mm-mm. It was just a gifting. They would just throw stuff together and it was amazing. Absolutely. Now one thing about your dad too is I would also say he took pride in what he did with the cooking. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, he, he, did. he really he And he took showed his, time his love through and that. He I made think. sure it was delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why I think you would sit down and after a meal and he would say, hey, are you hungry? Because he showed his love through that. But the whole point to this was to kind of give you an insight into also how we grew up. And, you know, we understand a lot of the patterns that people get into and just not knowing and intentionally doing these things to our bodies that set us up for long term difficulty and pain and struggle and struggle 
stress and our bodies and just being tired all the time and fatigued and they just didn't know. And so he knew he was hurting. He knew he was having reflux and it burned. And so he wanted to take something that would calm it down. And when it worked, he would just pop another one and take another one and take another one as the days went on, not knowing or thinking about what that costs. And so today we want to talk about what are some of the reasons you don't want to do that? And what are some other things you can do to get to the source? Because really, when you take those things, the Rolades, the Times, Mylanta, different things like that to calm it, you're not really dealing with what's causing it in the first place. And so the damage keeps being done over and over again because you're still feeling it some before you take it. And not only that, then there are... There are side effects to taking the medication. Well, there are other issues. One, with taking the antacid, you're neutralizing the stomach acid. Now, you're probably not neutralizing it all the way to the pH of water, but you're counteracting some of the acidity, and it actually has important functions. Yeah, because you've got to ask yourself, why is that there? Why is the stomach acid acidic? There's a reason it was created that way. For no reason. It wasn't just a peculiarity. It was it's there for a reason. One of the one one of the reasons is that it does help to get rid of or kill off bacteria, viruses, fungi, whatever is present in the food. Exactly. Now it doesn't kill off all of them. Some can get through, but a large majority it does help to disinfect your food. And so if the if the acid is not there, then the bad bacteria can thrive that come in through the food or in any other way that come through your digestive tract, right? You lose that protective mechanism, yes. Mm -hmm. Makes perfect sense. And so then, so we're taking these antacids, they're neutralizing the acid somewhat, and then the acid can't do its job to fight off the bad bacteria that would, it would normally kill the bacteria if it was acidic. And then you've got the fact that the acid is there also to continue to break down your food. Yes, that is very important. There are enzymes in your stomach that need to be in an acidic environment to actually activate so that if you get rid of the acid, those enzymes don't work like they're supposed to, so you're losing that digestion in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. And so then you're not getting the proper breakdown, and it's protein. I mean, it's those acids help to break down proteins in your stomach, and each part of your digestive tract, there are different functions, and so I would think that if you're not doing that in the stomach, then... You're down not the line. Going, exactly. Yeah. You're not going to do that down the line because there's nowhere else in your digestive tract that has that high acidity. Exactly. It's actually just the opposite. Once the material from your stomach goes into your digestive, the, the uh, I'm sorry, the intestines, the small intestines, that acid actually gets neutralized so that the next part of digestion can happen. So then the other question is, what is in the medication? I mean, don't they have calcium, correct? A lot of them are calcium. Yes, you have calcium carbonate, calcium citrate. And so calcium's good for you, right? So popping a lot of calcium like that would be good for you, though, because a lot of people take it for cal- for the calcium, correct? That is correct. So what's the research showing there, research Well, being? the calcium, when taken that way, <laughs> I think a lot of times people say, calcium, our bodies need it. Calcium's good for our body. Hey, here's a source of calcium. They must be good for us. It must be an excellent source of calcium. Right. Just like a supplement. And a lot of people do use it as a supplement. Mm -hmm. The problem with that, though, is it's not in the most usable form for your body. This is an inorganic, meaning it's not tied to the organic material present in your food. And so your body doesn't really know how to use it quite the same. So you're saying there that it's another extracted thing. It's been 
taken out and extracted from the normal form that it was created in. Again, I would even say it's may not even be the natural form. Yes, yeah, because some of, some of these, like calcium carbonate, that. that's what's in lime, limestone. Right. They even get it from things like I think oyster shell, mussel shell. They'll mm-hmm. take them and grind them up and okay. that, use that as calcium carbonate. So this isn't even necessarily a natural form that you would use or that you would obtain from food. Makes sense. So, okay. but then also when you take that, you get a high level of absorption. And this was something that surprised me when I learned it. It was that for up to eight hours after taking it, you can have elevated levels of calcium. Calcium is actually a necessary component within the normal clotting of our blood. And what they have found is that having that high level in some individuals can actually make them more prone to clotting, and that can actually cause strokes and other Mm -hmm. cardiovascular disease. So thickening of the blood, because you're taking the extra calcium, studies are showing... I mean, super high levels of calcium Mm -hmm. all at one time. So could that happen by you just sitting and popping Tums on a daily basis? Just Tums, 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 Rolaids, Rolaids, Rolaids. Based upon the studies, yes, there is a potential increased risk. Okay. I'm not saying everybody, obviously everybody that takes is not dying from a stroke. Right, right. But it does increase the risk when it may not really be necessary in the first place to have to need those. Right. So what can you do? What are the things you can do to get to the root of the issue? Because the problem is, again, we're trying to get a fast fix to a problem instead of getting to the root of the issue. What's causing the reflux? What's causing the pain to be there in the first place? I would say, because you're talking about needing a fast fix, and it's not always a fast fix to our problems. And now it's not something that's long and drawn out, but I think there actually is a bit of a fast fix to this one because one of the major contributing factors to that upset stomach, and the term for that is dyspepsia, it's not always acid reflux. About half the cases when we think we have quote-unquote reflux, it's actually just our stomach is upset and um, has that, that burning kind of sensation, but it's not an actual acid going up into our esophagus. It is known that high fat meals actually predispose you to those symptoms. I mean, they've done specific studies, and we won't go into all the details here, but they've done specific studies looking at high-fat content in the stomach and found that that will cause those sensations. Plus, it can also relax the sphincter of the stomach, which is a little its a little muscular valve that keeps things from coming back up into your esophagus, and that can then lead to the acid coming back up. So, if we eat meals that are lower in fat like plant foods, which Which are are naturally naturally lower in fat, fat, then you won't have that problem. So they found this problem specifically linked with eating high fat meals of animal products being dairy, one of the main causes of reflux that's been linked in research, correct? Dairy, because it's very high in fat, animal fats, and also meats. That's what I saw when I looked at the research. Is that what you saw as well? That's what I've seen, yeah. Okay. So those are the two things you can do is back off on eating those things and then get your fiber because fiber keeps things moving through your system, right? A lot of the times the problems caused because there is a backup in the pipes, so to speak. Things aren't moving through like they're supposed to. And so you start getting stomach upset. Well, to what you're saying there, high fat meals do tend to stay in the stomach longer. So another thing that can cause reflux and be behind that is the fact that a lot of people wear really tight clothing and that can hinder digestion so think about you know if you're wearing 
Spanx or something like a girdle or very tight pants, like that can cause problems. Let's just be real here. It's not only not comfortable, it can cause problems. And then along with that goes overeating. So if you've got that on, and then you're eating beyond the point of being satisfied, that can cause reflux, that can cause problems. And then a lot of us eat way too late. We either do like my dad was in the habit of doing where you eat your dinner, and then you keep eating till you go to bed. Or you're drinking something right before bedtime. Well, something else he did, too, is he was a carpenter. So he would work very long days and then come home after sundown when he really couldn't work anymore. And then he would eat and do the snacks and then fall asleep to go to bed kind of early and then wake up super early to do it all over again. Yeah, and you really don't want to eat near bedtime, like within three a three hour window, really within three hours of bedtime, because not only can it make it more difficult for you to digest, your body needs to rest at night. And if you eat right close to bedtime, it can cause you to stay awake because your body stays revved up, your metabolism's going, your body when it's supposed to be resting is trying to break down the food. And that makes it difficult for you to rest and also difficult to digest as well. So those are things that you want to stay away from doing. The things you want to do more is eat more plant foods and eat less of the animal products that are behind these things, as research shows, and get the fiber in there. Because again, the animal products have absolutely no fiber. And that also is going to fuel your gut bacteria. It's going to feed them. It is their food. So the good gut bacteria need that fiber. You've got to learn how to get more of these plants into your life in a way that you enjoy, that's easy to do so that you're in and out of the kitchen and making great memories with your family and feeling great doing it. And one other common cause that I would like to share with you is that based on research, they have actually found some other very common causes for reflux are one, coffee. Now, this was both caffeinated and decaffeinated, so it wasn't an issue of the caffeine. It was just something else present within coffee itself. And I've had that before with coffee. Honestly, since we've been eating whole food plant-based, I don't get reflux. I used to get it quite often. I just don't get it anymore. The only time I get it is if I have some sort of coffee drink or something, which I'm not a coffee drinker. I drink, I do drink cacao though a lot. And um, I'll say a lot, at least once a day usually. And I don't, Get and that, that doesn't with bother it. you. No, it doesn't bother me at all. Which cacao is so, not normally really high in caffeine, but it has it a little bit in caffeine. there. It does have some, but it's not real high. Now, I have an organic Swiss water decaf that I use, and moderate amounts of coffee don't really seem to bother me. I think maybe if I'm not really paying attention to drink a whole pot, it might bother my stomach a little bit, but that's not a norm, and it doesn't affect everybody that same way. Right. Now, a couple of other things that are known to be very problematic with this are wine, well, alcohol, things like wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about beer as much, but I know wine can cause reflux, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe it's the alcohol plus the tannic acids found within the wine. Sugars, too, I think a lot of times with alcohol, some of it can be quite sweet. So I think maybe the sweeter ones can cause problems, too. And then another biggie is actually smoking, the Mm -hmm. nicotine. It's been linked. It's been linked with research studies. Absolutely. And so if if those are things that you have habits of and you have problems with reflux, that is something that you could stop and it might reverse it for you. Absolutely. And the other thing is moving. I mean, getting exercise, just getting your body moving. Don't even think about the dreaded E word. We always work with people in different ways of finding ways to enjoy, to get moving and actually enjoy it, right? So think about it as just 
get moving, moving more. And that starts, I mean, we know that we know that from experience, but we also know it from research that the more you move, the better things move through, right? So your digestion's just going to work better. The more you move, the more things move through. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. I mean, it keeps things active. It's, It just helps. It just does. All right. So let's bring this home. Okay. So to wrap it up, to have a big honking sized tub of Rolaids or Tums by your chair, your favorite lazy boy, not a good idea. Don't be popping those like candy. They're not candy and they do have side effects. They can weaken the acid in your stomach, which is there to help fight off bacteria, to kill bacteria and other invaders that come into your body through the digestive tract, right? So we want to keep the acid there. But the other thing is it also keeps you from digestion, right? Digestion. So you can't digest your food if the acid isn't there that you need to break the food down. And next, getting too much calcium all at one time, not like what you would get in your food where it's a lower amount that you absorb slowly over time, but you get this big, huge amount can actually cause problems like stroke, heart attack, because it makes your blood more easily prone to clotting. Makes sense. All right. What else do we talk about today? I know we just talked a lot. We talked a lot. (laughs) Yes, we did. We enjoyed having you with us and we hope that this has helped you. We look forward to hearing more from you. We have enjoyed reading your responses, getting your emails. It's exciting and encouraging to see your journey and your excitement about the things that are coming, like the cookbook and the membership that's opening up soon. So many awesome things in store. And here's a secret. I've just finished taping something that's actually going to be a bonus that's free with the cookbook bundle that's coming out. I won't tell you exactly what it is yet. You'll have to stay tuned, but we are thrilled to let you guys know about that. But in the meantime, just keep doing the things that you know, one simple step at a time. And before long, you'll have a ton of different changes that are going to make you feel amazing and bring about a whole new you. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Smarter Healthy Living.